Hi, what you doing? What the fuck are we getting into, my baby girl? About to make you this October 31st, call you my boo. That would be the truth. And we are recording. We have started. Um... Another uh, episode of Definitely I'm Not Gay, Woo! where I'm definitely not gay. Woo! Not that there's anything wrong with it. Um, we find ourselves today in the Third Eye Theater with uh, Oliver and Trey. Guys, say what's up. Are we one person? Oliver and Trey? Yeah. Yeah, you could be one person. That's fine. Okay. Oliver slash Trey? No, I'm Trey. This is Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me about this theater. Let's hear about it. All right, so uh, this is a little studio space uh-huh. that uh, just landed into my hands. I dig it. It's nice. Karaoke one night. Well, you, you, how did you, what? Through karaoke? Yeah, through karaoke. Uh, this, uh, this guy, Adrian, he runs karaoke at the Artifice on uh, Wednesday nights. So uh-huh. Copernicus, I got this space. I need to show it to you. <laughs> you, you, you got you to gotta take it over, you know? It's like a performance space. And I was like, okay, all right, cool. And he owns this. No, no, he has nothing to do with it. So a couple <laughs> weeks later, I'm like, I, I'm doing Romeo and Juliet in Spanish, and I need a place to rehearse. And yeah. I'm like kind of desperate because the place I was at had no AC. Yeah. And so we got here, and... School. They rehearsed for a couple weeks, and I gave them three hundred dollars for three weeks. Real quick, how, tell us, tell, tell me about because um, I remember reading the very initial reading for your play, the Shakespeare the, in Spanish, mm-hmm. and I remember I read for Tybalt. Yeah, and I fucking I remember reading it before I went, and like, oh dude, I'm gonna fucking kill it. And when I went there, I'm like, oh god, it's, I'm fucking terrible. I Spanish. I really don't. I really, don't <laughs> I really thought I did. It was a. Uh, it was. I translated with Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> I remember everybody was like, oof, yeah, I don't know about this. Yeah, yeah, nothing was right. And so I ended up uh, using an archaic version of Romeo and Juliet, an archaic Spain version. Oh. Then translated it in the 1700s. So did any people from the reading, were they in the play? Like, did you keep uh, all of the... Ori- Jose, who read for... Uh huh. Ended up being the director. Oh, was that one of the older dudes? Because I remember there was one guy who was, dude. He was really feeling the part. Like as the reading went on, he was just so like, he was really into it. You can tell he was passionate about it. Oh yeah, there was uh yeah 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 the older dude. I forget uh, what his name is. Uh, Loren. Shout out to O-Man, whoever <laughs> you are. Oh, you killed it. It starts it. with the F. No, it doesn't. Because he played Friar. I can't remember. Okay, that guy. He, he, he was, was into it. He, was he didn't into end it. up playing him, though. He didn't? No, a guy named Lorenzo ended up playing Loren- Frey Lorenzo. <laughs> but that guy was magical. He brought a lot to it. And that went that went on during Fringe Fest. Yeah. That was your second French Fest. Yeah, that was, that was uh, like three months ago we finally put it up. I was working on it for like six months, and uh, uh, it was beautiful. Um, 
Can I mention? First, like, for, hold on, real quick. Okay, first, go ahead. First play mm-hmm. at the Las Vegas French Festival in Spanish. Ever? I mean, ever. Wow, and it was by a white dude. Yeah, well, that, I that's impressive. It. I didn't really. But you wrote it. it. I wrote. I wrote it, and well, I, I, tr- I took the archaic version and yeah. chopped it up using my script. Basically. I I remember translator is a tool. I remember during the first reading, everybody like had criticism. I mean, everybody who was there was. You know, Mexican or Hispanic, and everybody was like they had they were they had their criticisms about the way it was written, but everybody was like, "Dude, that takes balls to to do that," especially as somebody who's not Hispanic, yeah. which is cool. Um, but that was your second play at French Fest. That was my second play I produced it. And the first, oh god, it, it had a number. It's called in it. three two one one two. Three two one one two. Did you see that, Trey? That. That hey, how are you? How are you doing over there, Trey? How are you doing over there? Lost, man. <laughs> That's okay, man. It's okay. All right. But uh, the uh, three, two, one, one, two. I remember seeing it opening night. Heavy, man. Opening up with a rape scene. Yeah. Ballsy. Yeah. It was fucking. It was. I I remember specifically looking at the crowd and just seeing everybody's like body, like, their body language as they kind of closed up, and I'm like, yeah. Dude, that's fucking. That's what I to do. It was good. Because yeah, the rest of the place sucked after that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad. I liked it actually. It I thought it was really cool. I like I like that it ends in the same room and it's. I don't know. It's just it was dark. It was super dark. It was. It was in a dark time. I think that's. I think personally that's why it appealed to me because it was so dark. It was fucking. It was very real, and I think. I don't know. Like, what was the reception? Because you said somebody wrote about it in the weekly or. I don't remember. And I think it, was, that, it wasn't that good. I think you told me. Well, okay, so like. Oh, somebody somebody mentioned that it was the most fringiest piece. Oh. So wouldn't that make you the winner of Fringe Fest? I mean, to, from his point of view, I guess. But that's, that's who you screw and not what you do. I mean, <laughs> I didn't see any of the others. I mean, I just saw yours. But, I mean. To be honest with you, I, I only want to go see it is because I not just because I know you, but because I know you to be kind of a kind of a madman, you know. And that's Thank you. you're welcome. I mean, that is a compliment. I mean, it's it's definitely like it takes people in the arts to be a little bit like well, a lot of it honestly to be out of the mainstream to stand out, which is cool. I dig that a lot. I that's what I'm all about is being bold and making strong choices that <laughs> people haven't done before. Okay. Should we start stop jerking each other off now? Yeah. Or, or jerking you oh, off because, I mean, you're the only one getting well, any action dude, right I now. I have to say, like touching your penis this whole time that we've been talking <laughs> is really big. We appreciate it, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> Trey is so lost right now. It's okay. Trey, Trey, I'm going to give it to Trey. Trey, tell... Okay, um, obviously nobody can see this now, but uh, our uh, second guest, my second guest here, Trey, he's got uh, a black eye. Yes. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? I can't. I don't know anything. Uh, <laughs> how it happened, where it happened, when it happened. What was the last thing you remember? The last thing I remember was uh, pissing inside of my hard hat, back of my car. Inside of your hard hat. Are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> I just remember that. The black eye. Oh, my God. What did you do with the piss in your hard hat? I think I just dumped it out on the pavement. And then yeah. After, uh, Why didn't you just pee on the pavement? <laughs> it was going there. You just you cut the middle, man, dude. We were in a car. I had a 
Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was the last thing I remember peeing in the hard hat, and then I probably got knocked out right after. Wow. Do you think that somebody hit you, or do you think you hit something, or? I, I don't think I know. So any of the, none of the people that you were with, they didn't fill you in on any details? No details. Wow. So it's just a complete mystery. Blackouts are fucking scary, man. Anything could happen. I know. It's disgusting. <laughs> it really is. It, could, it can be. It can be. I think I blacked out one time. And, I mean, uh, I've had a, the, friends filmed it. And, honestly, like, the next day, that I was fucking terrified, dude, for just, like, I kept thinking, like, dude, I can never get to that place again, never get to that place again. Because it's just fucking, it's scary, dude. I, luckily, I was in good company, so I was cool. But, I don't know. Like, that, like, you can't remember. That shit is scary. Oh, we got a blackout story. What do you got? No, well, no. Yeah, I do have a blackout story. It's called the Third Eye Theater. Okay, let's talk about it. So, uh, you, you a couple don't... months ago, after after Romeo and Juliet, uh-huh. I got my hands on the space because Adrian was like, eh. "Shout out to Adrian." Yeah, she, Adrian Ginn, um from Texas. He talks like this. I love it. He uh, so. Ever since then, you know, uh, it's been probably three months that I've been in here, and uh, Trey actually helped me, like, level out the floor. It goes from tile to cement, and so we needed to kind of smooth out and create a rake there, and uh, got some people from the 211, Mm -hmm. where where Trey and I live, to come here, and they they helped me paint the whole thing black. Yeah, it is definitely black. A local theater company, Cockroach Theater, they... uh, they, got, they gave me the, cur- the curtains wow. graciously. Shout and, out to Cockroach. Uh, yeah, Cockroach Theater. Um, and so now here we are. And so what, what do you do? There's a big debacle about the name. And Why? Be- because I wanted to call it Sweet Bee. Sweet Bee. Sweet Bee. Why? Yeah, because it's Sweet Bee in this place. It's literally the address. Oh, I see. So I wanted to Wait, is this an undisclosed location? Should we not... Uh, no, no, we'll give them a whole address, but it's Sweet B. Okay. And uh, I wanted to call it S-W-E-E-T-B-E-E, theater. Okay. So, so why'd you go with Third Eye? So uh, I guess it didn't match the brand of the temple, so it needed to be the Third Eye Theater, because that's... Temple. the person who runs the place wanted, so... So this is a holy place? So. so what do you do in here regularly? I know you, you mentioned earlier that you do uh, workshops, like writing workshops. Yeah, every every Sunday at 6 p.m. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called Social Media. You can find us on Facebook. I know it seems crazy to um, search for the group Social Media. <laughs> it sounds like there's a lot of social media. Is, it, is there a lot of there groups? There isn't. There isn't? There's absolutely not even one single group called Social Media on Facebook except for mine. Wow. And I just created it like two months ago. That's original. And yeah, it was like right under my nose. <laughs> <laughs> and I used Facebook, or uh, not Facebook, fucking Photoshop. Yeah. And I uh, created a, my own little logo. I gave you my card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I have the card. It's, it's, a, says, it's a beautiful card. It says social media, yeah. and Facebook font, and then in the middle is the, in between social and media, there's a, there's a there's Twitter a th- feather. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. It almost looks like Twitter font also. Right? Or am I, am I making that up? Are they both the same font? Am I conflating here? I don't know. Are we... Is that... I just learned the word conflating. That's when you mix two things up. Uh, I think. Actually, never mind. I'm not 100% sure. But anyway. There's a lot of dichotomy in this. See, and there's another word I have no idea about. Dichotomy is... Dichotomy. Dichotomy. Is 
the relationship between two things. Oh. The uh, something in common in the relationship. Okay. Between two different things. Like a common denominator? Mm-hmm. That's math. And I how they relate to each other. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. I can dig that. So you you uh, so what do you do exactly you? Uh, I do you, I do we do podcasts mostly. <laughs> <laughs> starting now, <laughs> starting eleven minutes ago, we yeah. do you do podcasts here exclusively. Yeah. This is a, I I was I mean I mentioned to you earlier this is a really cool space for podcasts. Um, you could even like I mean I don't know you don't own this but this is kind of yours or no I don't even pay rent. It's uh, dude. It's a free space to create, and that's uh, and that's the, kind of the whole point. Is it's my gift to the community, but uh, you know, I'm slowly but surely. You know, I had one of the blue men in here, <laughs> one of the first men in here to really see the space before it was like even not here. You know, it took me like it took me a month to to get it all ready. To, how, how did you get uh, one of the blue men? Blue men. He's my friend. Oh really? Yeah, Chris Brown. What is uh? What do they perform now? He doesn't do. He doesn't do it actually anymore. Also, uh, Sean Critchfield, he plays Merlin. Uh-huh. At, uh huh. At the Tournament of Kings, he was here. And then <laughs> the bad guy. I don't even know the bad guy's name. Yeah. Brandon McClanahan. He's he plays the bad guy at, at the Tournament of Kings. He he's been here. He's been to one of the, the writing workshops. That's cool. Um, yeah, just trying to like get a mixture of cool people like this girl Valerie yeah. she's coming to the to the workshop was that the girl that we just saw outside or no no she, she's not here anymore. Oh, okay okay but she's been coming to the uh, the uh, playwriting workshops uh-huh. and uh, the whole idea of the workshop is to get new work up right because we have readings we read the plays so you, you do like criticisms the of the read like of the work yeah well okay. we talk about it okay you know, like we're, we talk about we're putting it up and how it would how I would put it up, you know, sure. how whoever would put it up. How do you but mean, what do you mean put it? To, you don't even have to talk. You can just listen. You don't even have to say. Just anything. take notes and kind of take it all no, in. Or, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, cool. Even if you're just here, you know, you don't even really have to, like, the first thing that happens is somebody has a play. Mm-hmm. And then they take the floor. And then they they assign who's going to read what. Or mm-hmm. they ask people in the room to, to read whatever they want to read whatever part they right, want right. to read. And it's just about letting the playwright hear it out loud for the first time. And let me let me ask you, because um, I, I, I guess I, Vegas is such a weird place, and it, it breeds such a different type. Just uh, going – like anywhere in the world, and even within the country, Vegas seems so different from everywhere else. And so I'm kind of curious to know what kind of writing does Vegas breed? Like what kind of writers or playwrights even – does uh, Vegas come up with like what, what type of plays do you see most often? like comedies dramas what exactly well, do you see first of all I would just say right yeah like we live in Las Vegas yeah like any playwright that lives in Las Vegas and has been here for a very long time mm-hmm. obviously has a very unique perspective and I agree view on life I agree and especially for me I, I'm born and raised here uh-huh. you know like I feel like my voice is gonna always be a little bit different than anywhere else in the world like yeah. I, i've grown i mean you've been here too yeah i've been here all my life, life. Yeah. for sure and i i mean just this past summer just traveling throughout the united states every week it like that that point is driven home more and more like wow vegas is definitely it's like 
a fucking it's like the twilight like the Bermuda Triangle moved from like the Gulf Coast over to Vegas because nobody can like put their finger down on anything like there's you can't define it yeah there's not even enough time we have yeah. such short attention spans here fuck we do yeah we no, literally right. we can't concentrate on anything no we can't it's, it's like a fucking disease that we all have what do you th- why do you think that is cuz everything is is right there all the time instant it's worse than the internet it's like pre-internet. Everything's twenty-four hours. It's like it, I, okay. So that's interesting uh, that you mentioned that because I think it is people's minds that are adapting to the internet, where everything is really quick. Um, does that make sense? But you could have anything at any time in Las Vegas in the nineties. That's Vegas is like the internet. Vegas is pre-internet. That's what I'm saying. So then the <laughs> internet came, and now you can literally have porn in your living room. That's true. And on your phone now. Thank you, Internet. We all thank you. The bathroom at work. (laughs) Wherever and whenever you want it, you can have it. In Las Vegas, that's very much the vibe that I grew up with. Right. Whenever you want, whenever you want it, you can always have it. That's true. And so that's why I think we have a a short attention span. You know, things have changed recently. Mm -hmm. It's not, we're like kind of going backwards. How do you mean? Well, you know, people have porn to look at, so they're not trying to be working at a store like a grocery store from <laughs> 12 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock in the morning. There's yeah. Like maybe 50 people that come and shop. Yeah. Is it really worth it? Did all those 50 people buy the wages of those I don't know. But at this point, we, we've kind of set a precedent, man. You know what I mean? You can't go from 24 hours to not. Right. Does that make sense? And we are. Yeah. We literally are. And it's like, well, what the, what's going on? Yeah. Vegas is becoming a lot more corporate, and so now, yeah. now it's up to us again. Well, I have an idea about this, um, a, a theory, because, okay, so obviously um, the Vegas Knights, the, our hockey team, they went to the, to the finals. And I'm not a hockey dude. I'm not even a sports guy. But I can see the correlation between a, a winning team and the community that uh, uh, supports them. And, like, I don't know if you saw this or you saw this, Trey, but, like, it felt like everybody was backing the the Knights winning, right? Coupled with the Vegas shooting, with kind of which is like the thing that brought us to like it's, October it's one, October one. one that's right. October. It's like the thing that tore us apart, and the Vegas Knights is like the thing that was kind of like uh, suturing us together. And then uh, the Raiders, like that's going to kind of fucking seal the deal. You know what I mean? We're like, oh, we're legitimately a community. You know what I mean? We're we're still fresh though. You know, we're not like other cities where we have established uh, communities. And and this is what something I've noticed is that like sports really fucking brings people together, whether you like it or not. You have a pride about it. That was a uh, beer number three. Number three. You don't like the sound of your voice, Trey? It's number three. Yeah. Number three. Okay. Yes, the Vegas sports teams, the Knights. Yeah. <laughs> I think they need to. I think they need to work on uh, getting a couple more sports teams. Out we will, man. Uh, we got the Raiders coming. I think uh, the NBA team should be called the Las Vegas Mob. Oh and shit! The mascot could just be like this mobster. Yeah. I can be the mascot. Yeah. The I work, I, I work at the Mob Museum. <laughs> <laughs> I already work for the Mob, bro. Oh, wait, hey, let me, expo- talk to, let me. T- I know somebody. Explain to us how you're not an. Uh, okay, so Oliver earlier at the bar we were talking and and he oh, was we explaining. We were at the bar earlier. Do you not remember that? Um, he was explaining to us how 
He's not a narcissist. No, I'm not. You're not? No. At all? No. Tell us about it. Well, a narcissist is somebody <laughs> who thinks everything revolves around them. You think so? I mean, I think so, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. What, I, I guess I'm kind of... A narcissist is somebody who really just doesn't even think about anyone but themselves ever. Uh-huh. Everything that pops up yeah. revolves around them. So why are you not a narcissist? Because... Self-aware? You could still be self-aware. I, okay, I consider myself to be pretty self-aware, and part of that self-awareness is realizing that I have some narcissism to me. Yeah. I mean, hence okay. the podcast and, 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 and you know, trying to uh, get people's attention. But this is a difference, right? So a narcissist is uh-huh. different than being narcissistic. So we all have okay. times when we are narcissistic. You disagree, Trey? Please tell. Uh, why do you disagree? But I'm not a narcissist. <laughs> but he will take the microphone from you in a second. Tell us why. Narcissist is a narcissistic uh-huh. person. Uh, okay. An alcoholic or a drug user or an addict. Yeah. Um, a successful person is uh, disciplined or like a. Uh, I think that's. Uh huh. So you think, do you, are you saying, well, I guess I don't know what you're saying, but what I'm getting is, do you think that Oliver is maybe in denial of his narcissism? Could be like an addict, right? Cause it, and that's the first thing with alcoholics or addicts is, is that, that sense of denial that like, no, nah, that's not me. Well, Oliver's not that great. He can't <laughs> I don't know why he thinks he's so great. <laughs> that's true. I guess, uh, that's up to somebody else to decide. I mean, I uh, mm-hmm. I love I love noticing my faults. But see, and here's the thing, though: it's like narcissism. It doesn't. I don't think it implies oh, man, that. I'm really bad at that. I love that. About <laughs> <laughs> Is that a narcissist? Yeah, uh, I think so because it's like so like I, I said. I am narcissistic. I think so to a degree. To but a degree. and here's and here's the thing: like I mentioned earlier, where it's not necessarily like. Everything revolves, or everything is uh, 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 me, me, me. But rather, everything around me. How does it relate to me? Yeah, that's not very much me, though. You don't think I, so? No, because I'm very. Maybe you're so narcissistic that you're so consumed with your own mind that you can't see the outside world. Does that make sense? No. Okay, no, I don't know um, if that makes sense. Okay. Well, you're so you're so you're so disconnected. You're so disconnected. Do you have the internet here? I'm not gonna get on. I hate no, we don't fucking. Have the okay, good. I'm glad. Do you want to do you want to lead definition? Do you know? Trey, here, Trey, here. I'll look it up on my phone. You're gonna Google it. Go ahead. Do you know Google's a word in the dictionary? Is it really? Yeah. What is it? What is? Well, you're already looking something up. Well, you already know what Google is. I know what Google is. I don't know what it means. Well, it's what it is. Yeah, to, s- to search. What's the narcissist definition? While he's looking that up, Trey, I really, I want, I, w- I love to speculate. So let's speculate on how you got that black guy. Let's continue to speculate this black guy. Let's go. <laughs> Make up the reason. Make up the reason. Um, I think maybe. Shit, I really couldn't tell. Uh, you were drunk. You, uh, oh, oh, you got the definition now? Yeah, it's my turn. Okay, we don't have to kill. So narcissistic. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, so this is uh, from. No, let me cite my sources. All right. This is uh, Mayo Clinic. org mm-hmm. okay. disease dash conditions uh, slash narcissistic uh-huh. dash personality dash disorder. Go on. Slash symptoms dash causes slash mm-hmm. sync yeah. dash two zero three six six two. Oh, good. I like that you're so thorough. Yeah, nobody cites their sources anymore. <laughs> All right, so narcissistic personality disorder, Mm -hmm. one of the several types of personality disorders, is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep Uh need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and lack of empathy for others. But behind this mask of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. Hmm. A narcissist personality... Start over. No, no, no. Start, no, no, no. Finish your thought. Go ahead. Start over. Oliver, finish the definition. No. Okay. Where was I? Uh, a narcissistic personality disorder yep, causes yep, yep. problems in many areas of life, such as relationships, work, school, and financial. Okay, that's fine. We we get the we get the uh, idea. So the we're not going to fucking read the internet on this podcast. I am not a narcissist uh-huh. because I have such a big heart. I really do. But okay, so okay. As far as that definition, okay, I guess I suppose I do agree with you. And then on top of that, like uh, a sen- the, the sen- you mentioned in that definition, the sense of confidence. Where before that, you mentioned how you'd like to know about your flaws. Yeah, I do the same thing. I love to know about my flaws. I love that. Let's go back to Trey. Trey, Trey. Gonna... hold the microphone closer, Trey. I can't remember what I was saying. Um, you were telling us about how you're oh, a narcissist. Um, I'm not well, you said you're a narcissist, but you're not a, you're not narcissistic, which is no, stupid. no, no. So sometimes I'm narcissistic. Yeah, but I'm not a narcissist. But so, but so, what what is a narcissist? But somebody who are. who has narcissistic tendencies I, I or traits. Not, I think you're not narcissistic. I think you should just ignore that whole definition. Yeah, you're just a piece of shit, is what you are. I, I'm, I love that. <laughs> yeah. that Me That's too. I awesome. wouldn't be. I wouldn't be here if you weren't. I should put that on my card. <laughs> Actually, like Oliver Jones, artistic director, and, and piece of shit of Third Eye Theater. Not narcissistic, <laughs> but I am a piece of shit. Maybe I should just own the fact that people call me narcissistic. So I'll just be like, uh, you have to grab the microphone, dude. You can't just talk into just, the air. I just own the fact that I'm that people call me narcissistic. Yeah. No, it's not my real problems. Trey just asked me if my real problems. Tell us what your okay. Tell us your one of your real problems. I don't have. We're gonna dissect the shit out of it. Car insurance right now. (laughs) I just I'm like dating this girl that I live. She's my neighbor. Uh huh. uh, I got her a job at the place that I work. Really? Screwing her and. I met her dad on Friday, and then we went out to Pahrump, and she hung out with my family. Oh. My, my sister's birthday. Wait, so she met your family? Who? Oh, okay. Time together. But also, hold on. Let me go back real quick. Uh, I'm going to bookmark that. Go ahead. Uh, a week a week ago, He's in my, love. Uh-huh. my only love, the one that I sabotaged, she used to work in the office 
at the place that Aurora and I have. Wait, is you're only is that names, is that the girl is that the girl on Halloween a couple of years, no Christmas Christmas time? Do you remember we went to the artisan on in in uh, you remember that? And we went to that really cheesy fucking religious Christmas party where you. <laughs> he dressed as an elf, oh and he was in God. he he I was in character the whole time. He even Holy prepped shit. with props before we got to the house. He was in character. Holy shit! <laughs> the whole time, the whole time, he had a, a naughty and nice list, and he, and he fucking threw glitter bombs at people. <laughs> oh my gosh! I totally forgot. I didn't. <laughs> That's so amazing. Thank you for reminding me. I'm a clown. <laughs> that was a fun night. I just that was a, fun. I just did a, a clown, a private clown party at a, uh-huh. a suite at um, uh, the guitar. That sound in the background is Trey uh, urinating. Yeah, Trey's urinating. Yeah, continue. Right now. Uh, oh, Hard Rock, the Hard Rock Casino. Uh huh. In the uh, real world suite. Mm-hmm. I got hired to work for a couple hours as a clown. And, uh, <laughs> Wait, so you were last on, month. so you were on the the show, The Real World? No, no, it was just in the Real World suite. Oh, I see, I see. A, a Venom or a Psycho Viva Psycho? Uh-huh. It was a convention that was in town. Okay. They had a uh, they had a private party. There's weed pens everywhere. Really? Yeah, I grabbed a couple. Um, oh, it's cool. Um, it basically filled up a uh huh. Have water in it with pillows from all the couches and all the rooms. It was a pill, uh, yeah, pillow jacuzzi. Girls in there. And oh. Out with one girl. Like, how long ago was this? This last month. Really? Yeah. So how does uh, your girl girlfriend? Um, she's not my girlfriend. But anyways. <laughs> co- uh, no, w- uh, ago, we'll we'll come back to that. A week ago, this girl that I, she lived there, she stopped working there. Mm-hmm. And she moved out, uh-huh. and like you know, we were not close anymore. And yeah. I kind of sabotaged it in July. What'd you What'd you do to sabotage it? I told her I couldn't be around her anymore because um, we want to we want a couple, and it hurts too much to to be around her. And yeah, just act like we're not totally in love with each other. Cause we so you okay? So did you did you feel? Did, was that reciprocated? Like, did you feel like, because you say that, and the first thing that comes to mind is like, maybe this girl felt the same way, but she was holding herself back. Probably. Do you feel that she was holding herself back? Yeah, she's scared. Okay, and I don't see you as somebody to hold back, so I don't think it was probably on you. No, I did not hold back at all. So it was on her to kind of like uh, be hesitant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a lot. I'm a lot to deal with. I am. You are great in small doses. I'll give you that. Yeah. For sure. I'm a lot, man. Oliver's, uh, he's got a twisted mind, this guy. It's fun, though. Yeah. So this space that we're in, man. <laughs> anyway, long story have, short. fucking improv. And yeah. <laughs> Wait, so this girl, she met your family just, what, what did you say last week? Just a little bit the ago? The new girl, yeah. Oh, there's a new girl. But the old girl, she, uh, she, she met my mom, too, and my niece. Can I tell you something? Your voice changed when you talk about the old girl. Which leads me to believe that you're not over. I love her. I've been Re- sad and crying for like a week. Now. Even now. Because here's the end of the story. Okay. She. Oh wait, Trey's got a. I did see him crying down the hallway. Oh my god. Did you console him or just make fun of him? 
You should have made. Did you make fun of him? Did you throw shit at him? No. <laughs> okay. Continue. What was uh? How did that end? What? Uh, well, because she's just there all of a sudden. You know. So she lives in your building. No. She moved out. So. Ray Nessa. Ray Nessa. She when I first moved into the two eleven downtown. Uh-huh. Yeah. In Las Vegas. Yep. She worked at the office. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she also lived there. Yeah. So she worked there and she lived there. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with her. And she fell in love with me. And then... Uh, How long did you guys Really date? religious. How long? Oh. So, uh, what, what religion? So no kissing, no... Like, there's a bunch of barriers that we kept on having. Wait, wait, up. wait. How long did you guys date where there was no, like... The, no kissing, no touching, I assume? And like five months. And what religion was she? She's Christian. What type of Christian? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't even like to call it a religion because uh-huh. I think it's just – it's mostly just about you and God. It's Sure. It's a relationship. Really. But it's like it's like a, what category of relation to God, I suppose, you can call it. So it's however hard you take it. It's however, How hard did she take it's it? It's however more difficult you make it for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like some jobs where so, you're it's it's however hard you make it. You I can make I, a job I, a lot okay more difficult. I get that, but to like an outsider, like what was she like? Jehovah's Witness? Like I'm trying to kind of paint uh, a picture she in my like, mind. She, yeah, she uh, she actually joked about being Jehovah's Witness because she didn't like holidays. She doesn't like holidays. She hates holidays. Yeah. Wow. She also hates swimming pools, <laughs> which I'm fish. So I'm like, she's I'm like. This is never going to work. Yeah. I'm a fish. Yeah. I need to be able to take you underwater and kiss you. Oh, my God. You know? So. Make babies. Lay eggs. So the the new girl. Who's the new girl? Who's the new girl? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways. Okay. She moved out. Uh She's been out for like four months. And all of a sudden, last week, she showed up and now she's working there again. She got her old job back, but she doesn't live there now. So, Jesus. So, so you, so you see this girl every day. But I sabotage. Where does she? It. Where does she? I sabotaged it last month. I said, "Hey, I can't do this anymore. I can't see you and not be with you. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. I can't do this any longer." And so, uh, and then I, over a phone call, I said, "Hey, can can I ask you a question? I forgot to ask you a question. Will you marry me?" And she's Whoa. Like, are you kidding me right now? Are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, you are, you are just, no, no. No? Yeah. She just shut you down. Like, yeah. And I was like, good. Thank you for giving me that. I just wanted, I wanted to know. Because I really, <laughs> I really just want, I want to know. Because cause now, now I know you don't want to marry me. April Fool's. Like, I had to ask, you know? So it's like, it's now it's. Now it's better for me because I know you don't have want to marry me, and I'm totally in love with you. And yeah. now she's back, and I'm just like, Are you, I'm gonna die. And that this is sorry, Janessa, Rainessa. That's what I said, Rainessa. Um, so, but you see her every day. Well, not every day, but but you I, see I've her been crying for the past week. You see her often enough. 
It's still fresh, it's, obviously. It's enough, it's enough to even walk out of the building and know she's just behind that door. And not just grab her and kiss her and tell her I love her. Heavy, man. So there's a new girl, though. Yeah, and she's young, and she helped me actually paint the cedar. She's really, she's really cool. And uh, wait, you mentioned young. How young? She's twenty. She'll be twenty-one in December. Yeah, slippery yeah. slope, yeah. Oliver. Yeah, she's got daddy issues. That's <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> She, she pretty much is a child. I'm like, is this my is this my kid or is this you know? Like, oh man! So you feel like you're you're kind of like a father figure to her. She sees like Dude, her her uh, her dad in you. Yeah. Or what she expects her dad to, or she wants her dad to. I was be. supposed to take her to work tonight. Uh huh. Where we both work, and uh, she's, oh, you work with her. And I'm like, I don't have car insurance, and I'm letting somebody else in the building. I'm letting somebody else borrow my car in the building. You know, they can use it whenever. Just so I everybody use knows, it. Oliver works like two, three blocks away. <laughs> what an asshole! No, 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 no. She works at the. Uh, she works at Aquinox. Really? Who? Yeah, she's a dishwasher, and she's Who? totally allergic to fucking all the the chemicals. And so her up to her forearm, yeah, she's like peeling, and she's got a rash, and it's itchy all the time. And I feel so bad. Wow. And she doesn't want to quit because she's going to get the fifteen hundred in in um, December. Who the fuck wouldn't want to quit? So wait, so what's uh what's her name? I mean, just so you Aurora. know. Aurora and Renessa are the two girls in my life. And I think I'm just going to go gay. Well, I, w- I mean, I have been rubbing your penis this whole time. That's true. That's true. But you did say no homo beforehand, so. Yeah, that was just, I was just being a tease. You were crossing your fingers when you said it, huh? I fucking knew Well, it. I was crossing my fingers around your penis. <laughs> That's what made it hard. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not touching his penis. Yeah, but he is. <laughs> no, with I mean, maybe with my words. Oh God, what do you think about all this, Trey? Trey, have you ever been in love? Yes. Tell us about it. Love with marijuana and weed and uh, mm-hmm. alcohol. Hold the mic closer to your mouth. Love with those things: marijuana and weed and alcohol. So you've never been like in love with somebody else? With a human? Yeah, with a human. Yes, I was once. Oh, shit. Are you still in love with this girl? No. What happened? I lost uh, I lost what I was going after in the first place. When I was after her in the first place, uh-huh. it was sweet. I loved her. Yeah. And I just lost it for some reason. What does that mean? Like you stopped feeling a certain way toward her? Yeah, exactly. I didn't, I didn't actually want to continue to love her. Uh-huh. Put that mic in your mouth, dude. All right. Get that in there. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I don't know, but I mean, I love other things. Like I love, like, yeah, yeah no, 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 no. I don't give a I shit about what the other things you love. I'm, let's to we're, to we're talking about love, like with a human being. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I think I love my mom. I love my. I think I love my. Uh, but you're not in love with your mom. No, you're not in love with marijuana. Who are you in love with? I'm not in love with anything at the moment. Except anything. For, well, okay, so like he mentioned uh, earlier that the girl he's dating now is she's 20, and I and this is really kind of – I also – not in love, but I, I did like – I was um, – probably one of the biggest mistakes that I ever made was hooking up with – or I suppose dating this 20-year-old girl. Super immature. It's it came back to like 
it just backfired on me in a, in a very big way. That was uh, Oliver flushing the toilet, uh, FYI, and him chugging another beer. Um, and so I, I can relate, and that's funny because I know Oliver because we, we used to work at the same fucking place, and I also worked with this 20-year-old, you know, that I uh, made some mistakes with. And it, was, it wasn't like an intentional thing, like I was attracted to this girl in any way. It was just like, oh, she seems cool, like we'll hang out, and, you know, things happened, uh, alcohol was consumed, and that's how that happened. But uh, do you see any, <laughs> Oliver, do you see any, uh, I don't know, like that could be a bad thing? No, I suppose you don't have to work with her much longer, right? This, uh, your new thing? Oliver, you're not in love with this girl anymore. He kind of is, though. You're going to fall in love with the next girl you meet. Trey, Trey, I can, t- from the way he spoke about her, I can clearly see, even the way, like, his eyes looked when he talked about this girl. Why? He's still in it. Why, why not? I mean, there's a connection. There's a, uh... She, she changed my life. I can clearly, and before you say anything, I can clearly see that she did. She had a huge impact on you. She had the greatest impact on me than any woman has ever had in my whole entire life. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you asked her to marry you. That she must uh, have. Well, I did it out of anger. (laughs) You asked her to marry you out of anger? Yeah, because I already knew she was going to say no. Like how, like everything I've ever done for her has so been so magical and special, and I put so much energy into it. Yeah. And just like to ask her if mm-hmm. she'll marry me over the phone, I knew that would just like put, uh huh, put everything really in perspective for both of us. It's like, are you, like what? Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. That's yes dude. Or, that's yes or no question. You know, like, are you ready or are you not ready? Yeah. And obviously she's not ready. And um, so do you I still tried my best to just, like, decide. You know, she ignored me after that. Do you still do you still hold hope for uh, for that relationship or? Dude, I'm just. I mean, how did she, like, okay, so your interpretation, how did she feel? Did she reciprocate equally or? She tried. She tried to hug me when I first saw her. Yeah. Like the first day, she was like, "Can I hug you? We're still friends." And I'm just like, "I'm like, we're friends." You like ignored me after that. You yeah. Know, I was trying to. I was trying to get her to, you know, like talk to me after that, and she didn't want to talk to me. And maybe it was the space that we needed. I haven't talked to her in like a month and a half. Right. So now she's back in my life. And excuse me, I'm wondering if it's God. You know, it's like. I don't know. Right. If it's meant to be. Like, why? Why? Why would she be back in your life now? I'm I'm literally like. Well, okay. So you have to to take this. I feel like all of my prayers have come true. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm like, wow, what just terrible timing. Well, but see, you have to take this into account. Okay. She under, obviously she understands the relationship between you and her. She understands that you live at the place that she worked. She didn't work there for a time. And now she's back. It's not like she could find another job, I'm sure, if she tried hard enough. But why go back to that same place? Why? That's kind of like when you mentioned that. Like, why am I'm thinking, why would she go back to that place? I'm not trying to spec. Okay, I am speculating. but and, and I don't know, obviously. I've never met the girl. And I don't know you in a relationship. We've never dated. But it, well, begs, be- the, it, it begs the question. It's a better job 
she doesn't actually work for the place that I live. Mm-hmm. She uh, she works um, for the same company. Yeah. So she's she's in the same office. She's in the back office, but mm-hmm. she works for another property. Yeah. Um, one of the downtown projects property. Right, right, right. So Tony Shea and Zappos. Oh, so she doesn't live at she doesn't work at your building or project in Las Vegas. She doesn't work at your building. No, she's not. She's not in charge of me, and I don't pay rent to her anymore. I used to. No, okay. I don't. She just—that's her office. Okay. She works for another property down the street. Heavy shit, man. Yeah. So now I have this theater, and I'm like, well, that's good though, man. Like, this is I, a piece of shit. <laughs> and I got a car. I got a car just so I could go visit, visit her. Like, literally, that was the only reason. Where does she live? I saved up to go, because she was moving out, and I was like, I gotta get a car. Oh, that's true. I gotta yeah, get my license. That. I gotta pay my... Right, right, right. I gotta pay my warrants off, and I gotta get my shit together so I can go visit the love of my life. Right. Like, I can go see her, right? And I started going to church with her and stuff, and it was just like, it was just too much, because she wasn't... She, she wasn't budging never, or... She would never call me or text me or anything. It was just me all the time. So you were kind of infatuated with this. You were definitely enamored with her, and she wasn't feeling the same way. No, she feels the same way, but she's fucking stubborn. So something... Do you think it's the religion that's holding her back? Yes. Well, I'm not holding her back, but... No, no I mean, to some degree, you got you have to, you, you can't agree with that, that part of that, it, it's yeah, holding her back. Does, yeah, she doesn't want to have sex, and she doesn't... She oh no! She wants. She wants to have sex. She wants to fuck. Of course, everyone wants to fuck. Of course. Yeah. What was that, Trey? She's cute, man. She's cute, like she's adorable. Yeah, she's cute. Oliver, you need to. Uh, you either need to move forward. Yeah. Either way, you got to move. Move forward with her, or you have to move in a different direction with yourself. You have to move. Uh, my honest opinion, I think you should move in a new direction with yourself. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, then fuck it, man. You could be headed toward a better direction. It's like, why waste any more time if it's just causing you, like, tears and agony and misery and upsetting feelings? Just move somewhere else with your, uh, with your energy. Put your energy into... Uh, different uh, different path man. you know God's path put yourself into something else that's you know going to provide you with happiness do you, be- do you believe in God Trey? yeah what do you believe in? I haven't really decided it's just like God though I mean I've had some trippy things happen in my life where God presented himself in like different uh, times in my life uh-huh. it was a eye-opening experience for sure you know like what was an eye-opening experience i was uh, committing myself to silence for a long time what does that mean just was uh setting myself into silent environments and you know trying to provoke god and then it provoked me to hallucinations you know? can you explain that in a little more detail yeah i mean like i was committing myself to silence I what mean, does that mean to commit yourself to silence to intentionally put yourself in silence okay so I- explain like a, a, a silence committing session to me there's nobody around. Uh-huh. No music. Yeah. No noise. Just 100% quietness. Like in a room by yourself? 
And so, like, lights off, I'm assuming, or... Middle of the daytime, it could be, too. Okay. It could be any time. And so, like, w- 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 explain to me the process of this. That seems kind of interesting. I just committed myself to silence because I was having, you know, so much interesting uh, thoughts at the time. I thought I was being provoked in my life. By what? By who? By by people in my life, mm-hmm. family, and by, uh, you know, the authorities and shit like that. I thought I was going to be provoked. Like the police, you mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought I was going to go to prison or jail for shit I could done. Or I just, I committed myself to some silence, and I thought that... Uh, how long would you do that for? Commit yourself to the silence. I just uh, do it for speaking to the microphone. I did it just a few times, man. Uh huh. Enough times where what? Uh, Speak with more detail, Trey. I'm I'm interested yeah. in this, but yeah, you're kind of drifting off. Yeah, the truth. Yeah, I can drift sometimes. Yeah, I can see that. But uh huh. The truth was, uh, I just kind of. D- kind of just put myself into a, an environment where there was no distractions and I hallucinated this vision. Uh-huh. It was a purple vision. It was just like And so okay, so speak uh, can I okay, so like I okay, so I'm th- I'm thinking explain to me in a very scientific way how you would read it in a textbook without the kind of like right. your personal experience don't give me that shit. Just explain to me step by step how it is like the committing yourself to silence. Like what you would do, step one through step fucking X. The acoustics suck. And I would stop. Yeah, I know. About and, what and then my the AC is here, and then there's and people. I would start thinking about what is going to solve my problem. Okay, and so explain to me the process. So yeah, so process number one is stop thinking about what the problem is. Process number two is putting yourself into a position to solve your problem, or solve the you know the question that you have. Is it God that's like not in your life that you want to be in your life and I think that was the question I had you know this moment mm-hmm. at what like was the 20 moment? years old maybe 21 and what sparked this moment I think it was just uh, relationships with life and uh, just different types of uh, different type of uh, just, it was just a moment I've had intimate moments with people you know like mm-hmm. you know relationships with friends girls and shit and and now that those moments happened, right? I wasn't able to deal with all of them correctly, and, uh-huh. and I, I wanted to deal with them like with righteousness and not deal with them with some phony baloney bullshit. So I, I committed myself into some of this like you know like right. sanctuary type of things. So, something like uh, something you created like in your own mind, but within a, a, a space. Okay. I asked God for I asked I just asked I said I didn't want a sanctuary, right? Uh-huh. And that's kind of what silence gave me. It gave me the sanctuary, it so gave how, me the hallucination. How long, how long do you sit in the silence? Sometimes I mean, I'll do it any time I get, man. I love doing it now. What's the longest you've ever done? I don't know. I didn't ever keep track. Well, cuz I know that's like a like a, 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 a like a Buddhist practice. Yeah. Right? They kind of uh, sit there in a maybe prayer or some sort of uh trance maybe not a trance but you, you get what i'm saying right right um i actually had a friend who did that after his brother was uh was killed in some he was involved in some really crazy thing um he was kidnapped his brother uh was also kidnapped his brother actually was in the bay area um he was found on the beach they uh some gang members kidnapped him took him out into the beach and they shot him execution style and so the friend of mine 
who escaped. He happened to be able, like he was able to escape after being uh, kept for a few weeks. He he's got like really deep like scars, like pistol whips to his head and like cig- cigarette burns and shit. He was able to escape. This is all in the news too. It's kind of fucking crazy to Google it, but um, he was able to escape. He uh, he testified against these people, and once the trial was over, he three months he went into like the he went to like silence. In that, yeah, exactly. Silence. Yeah, silence. He did that. He 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 did that shit for three months. You know what I mean? Like with the with the Buddhist monks, and all he did was you know smoke cigarettes and fucking pray all day, just sitting and sit in that silence. Okay. And he was like, he the way he described it was like uh, obviously is a very spiritual experience for him. Yeah. And I can appreciate that, and I, I'm kind of curious because I've never been able to do that. I've I've always wanted to be able to just shut the thoughts out and just fucking be in the moment just be here and that so that that idea is kind of appealing to me the the in the silence definitely man uh definitely don't know how i even you know try to even think about doing that yeah i don't give credit to myself it sure was just something that you should man that's not an easy thing to do i just i was you know unhappy with my i guess my Surrounding. My choices, my surroundings, yeah. my environment. Are you talking about Oliver? Because I completely agree. Yeah, Oliver, this man right here, <laughs> he's just a mess. He's, he's actually a really, really solid dude. He's not bad. Yeah. I'm okay. He's okay. Yeah, yeah. anyways, that, that, that was an interesting <laughs> thing. I don't really care about it that much. That was like when I was like four years younger than I am. Oh, I'm about five years older. Yeah. And God still So do you think, do you think, life. I don't know if we're talking about no, no, no. That, yeah, yeah, by all means, dude. By God. by all means, oh, and God. Yeah. look, you narcissist. We're not talking about you. We're talking about a higher being. <laughs> but like, I mean, obviously that like it, it had a very deep impact on you, and I can appreciate that. Um, would you? I mean, obviously it does, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and you still kind of carry it with you now. Oh yeah, man. That was some something that shaped my history, which is or shaped my future. You know, kind of shaped my future. And it. it, it it's kind of like that. From here is be I'm sure you, you have a degree of self-awareness, which is fucking important, man, because I, I, it, people don't have that shit now, you know? Okay. Especially with the uh, social media. Yeah. The Oliver, the, your, your shit, the social media. They don't have that shit. They live in the fucking, they live here on the internet, on a screen, on their phone, and it's fucking, there's no self-awareness, man. They log in and they log out. Exactly. They log back in. It, a, a manipulated image on a regular basis. And I, I okay, uh, Oliver just put his finger up like he's got something to say. Yeah. But he's not saying anything. I'm on my phone. Oh, he's on his Can phone. Give me a second. He, okay, we're going to give him a second of. You were uh, saying social media, the manipulated image. Dude, it's like, and here's, and here's the thing, man. Like, people go on social media and they post some, like, um, I guess potentially uh, embarrassing shit. But yeah. here's the thing, though, man. You're still manipulating your image. You're still manipulating. Even if it's good things, only good things, or bad things, or it's a combination, like, you know, black or white or gray, whatever, doesn't matter. You're still controlling the way you see, the, uh, the way the world sees you, which is disingenuous. You know what I mean? And, and that's, I fucking, I can't make, personally, just me personally, I can see the benefit of social media. A thousand times over, for sure. Personally, I can't make peace with it. I I can't. I made a Twitter account once, 
and I had it for a day. And I and the intention was to post jokes. Okay, just like one liners, right? That night I didn't sleep all night because I obsessed about this. I just fucking couldn't get it out of my head. And the next morning I'm like, uh, I can't do this. And I deleted it. Nice. That's it. That's it. And 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 That's crazy that you kept you up from uh It's to just sleep. like it's just fucking uh it's not the only thing that keeps me up. But you know what I mean? It's like that that idea and it's fucking I don't it's it's not fucking real, man. It's none of it is real. Yeah. And it's like why? <sighs> exactly. Why? For likes? I think it's for the filter like that the iPhone has or it's like the uh anything you can do with, you know, computers or phones. Yeah. Make yourself, you know, something that you want yeah. to be. Yeah, exactly. But you're not necess- you are you not are not fuck. I'm 3 beers deep. Nice. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm more. I'm more than one. <laughs> that I'm not, and I fucking built a black box. No, but th- see, like, that's not true, Oliver. This, this is who you are, and yeah, dude, but no I appreciate. But I, pre- well, I mean, I'm here, dude. Here. I fucking actually, I'm. I think it's coming to fruition. Actually, I appreciate this shit so much. I really do, man. I think. I, I, I think. Really hard on it. I think it's. I think it's really admirable, and and now we're sharing a mic, and it kind of feels gay a little bit. Just uh, can you give me a kiss? <laughs> no, 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 real kiss. Give me just a kiss on the cheek. Okay, here you go. <laughs> All right, I just kissed his hand because he's a pussy. But what did I, I have? A ball sack. What did I have in my hand? Uh huh. A hand puppet. Uh oh, that's true. You're like, hey, look at me, I'm a hand puppet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you take over? Because I really have to pee. All right. Go okay. Thanks. Welcome. To smooth jazz radio with Oliver and Trey. Trey, why don't you uh, why don't you get on in here? Why don't you, let me hear your sexy voice. Can I get uh, two tacos? And we're gonna also get a large fountain drink. And we're also gonna get. Some Coke, vanilla. We're also going to get, let's see, is this a Mexican restaurant? I'm sorry, sir. I got got your order. Uh, You want two large tacos and a large drink and uh, a vanilla Coke? Yep, that's good. Okay, what size would you like that? Medium, extra medium. Medium, okay. Um, Extra medium. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a little bit extra for that. (laughs) And uh, <laughs> extra media. <laughs> oh God! These are the things that I, that amuse me. All right. So, what do we talk about now? And well, how long does your podcast last? We do it's been we, almost an hour. We do exactly. We do an hour. And do an hour. Right, we so do. An, let's close this out with like an improv game. You want to play an improv game? Oh, let's do it. I mean, I, 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 I suck at improv, but I'm down to try it. Even if we go like an hour five, hour ten, that's okay, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the longest I've gone is an hour eight. Oh, okay. Ooh, that is a powerful stream. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> let's direct. The My mics. mouth is watering. Let's direct the mics towards that. That's really good. That's That's a a healthy urethra. That's a young penis right there. (laughs) That's a real young. Oh, my microphone! Once you turn thirty, it's like it's all it's all downhill. (laughs) 
<laughs> I can confirm. It turns into more of like a mister. <laughs> there's more. There's a more. There's more of an effort that. Uh, You're like, let me turn my penis so it <laughs> becomes one solid stream. <laughs> I have to make my shit crooked, just so it, it it's a it's something that people can hear with their ears without wondering if I'm gonna die or not. Anyways, Trey, all right. So, I, uh, uh, Trey, 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 you're gonna play this game too. We're gonna try our best to make sure that everybody can be heard. Trey and I are gonna share the mic. All right, what's uh, what's the game here? Oh, we got time. We got time for a couple games. All right, let's. So the first the first game is going to be called uh, One Word Story. Okay. Okay, and the way that this works is we're going to go in a circle. Uh huh. <sighs> Excuse me, um, and uh, we're going to say one word at a time. Okay. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna create three sentences. Okay. Beginning, middle, and end. Okay. Okay. This is uh this is very advanced stuff. It sounds it sounds that way. But I have faith in us and I think we're gonna be able to pull it off. All right. Pretty good. The uh, the secret to the game is to just go with the flow and don't try to be too crazy. Okay. Just, just go with it. Don't think. All right. So can we get a couple of suggestions from our callers? Oh, this is re- pre-recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just call my mom or something? Yeah, call your mom. All right. Well, no. No, fuck that. Oh, okay. This is going to take too long. All right. Um, you want me to come up? Give me a Trey, top. Trey, Trey, me. Trey, what's your favorite animal? Animal is goldfish. Goldfish. Uh, Ricardo. Uh-huh. What's your favorite color? Green. So this All is about green. a green goldfish. Okay. Okay. And we gotta create a uh, three sentence story. Okay. Starting with me. We're gonna go to Ricardo next. Trey, me. If you feel compelled to end a sentence, mm-hmm. you say period. Okay. Okay. And period is your word. Okay. Okay. So the next person starts the next sentence. There. Right. I'll start. Jim. Oh, I thought that was me. Is it me? Said. Said good morning. To his mom. Okay, it's, it's two words. We're starting over. Wait, he said he said two words. No, he good, said good morning. Good morning is is two words. That's not. That's two words. You're right. I I spell it. I spell it as one word though. Doesn't everybody spell it as one? All right. No. We're starting over. Ricardo, what's your favorite? What's your favorite animal? Fuck green goldfish. Um, the hyena. A hyena. What's your your favorite color, Trey? Red. Red. All right. So we got a red hyena. Red hyena. Ricardo, you start. One word. You can't say two. Morning. Red hyena jumped. No, that's three words. You <laughs> so red? No. So you start a story. Oh. You only say one word at a time. Can we the mic? That's kind of difficult. The. I've already set a precedent. I can't step away from the mic now. No, no, no. The. Like you're too close. The. You need to get closer. No, you. 
You haven't heard the recordings. You got to get closer. That's the volume of the headphones. You got to get closer to the mic. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. You're, you're killing me in my ears. It, Can you turn my volume down, my, my headphones? Hi, I'm, I'm a red hyena. <laughs> hyena? <laughs> I'm really high right now. I went to Red Men at the dispensary downtown in Las Vegas. <laughs> and I'm really high. <laughs> this is just extra time now. All right. So we never played the game. Let's let's just uh, do something between you and me, Ricardo. Okay, let's do it. And questions only. Okay. okay. Red hyena. What about it? Do you like them? I love them. They're my favorite. Are you going to ask a question? We're just asking questions? It's it's called questions only, didn't you know? Why aren't you asking me a question, then? Where are we going with this? I don't know. Do you? Are you ready to play the actual game? I'm not sure, am I? Would you like to push stop on this recording of your podcast? Maybe I would, but I'm not sure. Do you what do you want, think, Trey? Do, do you want this to be entertaining? Oh, is it not entertaining? Is it? I'm not sure. You would, tell me. Would you like me to say something provocative for you? I think the viewers might, but I'm not sure. What do you think? Do you have viewers? Do I have viewers? Yeah, I view it. Do I? Do you? Is this something that you can see? No. I think it's something you can only hear. Do, right? you, ha- do you have hearers? Hears? Do you have hearers? Hearers? Did you just ask me the same question twice? I don't know. Did I? <laughs> you said hears? Hears? Right? Didn't you? <laughs> Maybe. I'm not sure. Was that a question? Uh, there was a question mark behind it, I think. That was a statement. Do you hear the, my tone, I, of, I my just, tone I, of voice? I, I, have a <laughs> I just have a statement, too. Oh, look, When Mom Died on Saturn by Brandon Oliver Jones, April 20th, 29th uh, to May 15th in 2012. Are you plugging something? Yeah, in the past. Plugging something in the past. So if anybody has a time machine, go check that out. You can uh, but, other, but other than that, we're going to go ahead and end it here. Just uh, Google When Mom Died on Saturn by Brandon Oliver Jones, and you'll get everything you need to Google it. Google it. It should be good. Um, any thoughts that you want to leave us with, Trey? Thanks uh, for coming over to the spot right here, the dark room. Ricardo's the man. Oliver's cool. Uh, thank you for you know drinking these beers with me. Beautiful. Anything you want to say, Oliver, to end this? Mm-hmm. Ah! <laughs> uh, from the Third Eye Theater, uh, that's it. Thank you guys. Peace. I wish you could loop this so I could freestyle over it. Oh, fuck. Dude, that's how... Dude, how does it sound, though? Does it sound fucked?